Welcome, 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 welcome. It is the Podcast. We're back here. End of the week, right? We're end of the week now? I don't even know what day it is anymore. I'm so lost. It's Friday, June. It is. 25th. <laughs> it's hard getting back to reality in the real world, I guess. Haven't adjusted well. Missed a lot while I was gone. Hard to be a lizard. Hard to be a lizard. Dan's a lizard. Your skin is smelting. Yep. All that sunburns coming off. All right. Uh, Chip Daily, Dan Fish over here. Um, how you doing, Chip? Doing. That's good. We're the Fish and Chip Podcast on Twitter at Fish and Chip Pod. What are we going to talk about today? How are you, Dan? Delayed oh, I'm response. Terrific. Okay. That's good. Doing just fantabulous. Fantabulous. Speaking of fantabulous, uh, I don't know where we're going. Uh, let's see. Uh, I have a few things. No, I'll just go down my list in order of the events that occurred. We're all inclusive here. And I almost said Oakland Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders. Defensive end, I think. Carl Nassib uh, came out as the first active gay NFL player. Courageous move on his part. There's been some in the past that have done after they retired, I think. But no active player. Oh, wait, there was an active guy, wasn't there, like a couple years ago? Nope. Um, it was Manti Teo. No, not Manti Teo. No. Uh, Michael Sam. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the first the player to be drafted. That's right. Because he did get drafted by the Rams, I believe. And then he got cut, and I think he tried out for the Cowboys and got cut by them as well and never actually was active in the NFL. That's right. Carl Nassib is active. <laughs> He's on the roster. Uh, you might remember him if you watch Hard Knocks. He was on Hard Knocks with the Browns. He was one of the uh, borderline guys to make the cut. I think he did he make the cut and then was traded, or did he get cut? And then was signed by the Raiders. Either way, he had a funny personality, I remember, on the show. So, good for him. Yeah, he posted like a one-minute video on Twitter, Instagram, whatever it might have been. And basically, he's like, he wanted to get it off his chest. And he's like, well, hopefully I can pave the way for people that they don't even have to get it off their chest. And it's just like accepted, you know, and don't have to like announce it to the world. Yes. Exactly. I like that. I like that. Me too. Shall we change sports? Once you get more shift, to add. shift that lane. Shift it. Baseball. Oh man, I got lots. I got a lot. Oh boy. Before we get into the sticky stuff. <laughs> Byron Buxton, man. Can't catch a I break. Jinxed him. I jinxed him. You jinxed him so bad. The day after we recorded over a month ago, he got hurt, missed 40 games. The day that we recorded. Okay, the day that we recorded. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> it's literally three hours, hours after. after I said he's probably going to get hurt. You know. Yeah. After his uh, player of the month of April, Dan Jinxed him. Missed 40 games, came back last weekend, played three games, got hit by a pitch. I think it was Monday. Yeah, Monday. Broke his hand. <laughs> oh, my boy. They Poor massacred guy. my boy. Uh, it's a boxer's fracture, which is part of his pinky, like in the hand area, though, like straight down. Interesting. Uh, so it basically just snapped somewhere in there. Metacarpal. And uh, 
he's going to probably miss four to six weeks again. Bummer. <sighs> and those three games he was back, he was doing what he was doing in April. So that's yeah, well, disappointing. Still not good enough for the Twins to be relevant. They won five in a row, three of them with <laughs> him. So, you know, he makes a difference. Yeah, that's true. Although I, I got to say, I, I'm pretty sure I was just checking the standings in the MLB last night. And the Red Sox, I believe, are on top of the AL East. Yes. I'm pretty sure some guy over here said, you know, it just seems like the Red Sox are good every, you know, two or three years. And it's about time for them to have a good year. Yep. Even though they were like trash last year. Uh-huh. I had no reasoning behind it, but look at That's that. what they do. Yeah, it's kind of weird. They, they just do that randomly. They didn't even like change the team at all. <laughs> just randomly, boom. Yeah, just like, oh, we'll be good this year, I think. Okay. We'll win 50 games this year. Next year, we'll win 100. (laughs) (laughs) Deal. Deal. Another World Series. So, look at that. Look at that little pick. Little uh, dark horse Red Sox that I got going. Yeah, I think it's time for a World Series for them. Boston hasn't had a championship in, what, two years now? (laughs) A little overdue. It's a sarcasm. (laughs) Yes. What, the Patriots? They did. They won. And... Two years ago, right? Yeah, and the Red Sox won three years ago, I believe. Yeah, before so. Mookie got traded to the Dodgers, mm-hmm. and uh, I think the Boston Boston Bruins won not too long ago. Yep, I believe so as well. Yeah, Title Boston. Town. Yep, bummer. So they're they're in a dry spell. All right, other the big baseball news. Oh, <laughs> the stickies, stickies. The MLB is cracking down now on the stickies. I have not heard if any players have been caught with it, but on uh, Tuesday evening, <laughs> there was two instances where pitchers were being checked. I'll start with I'll start with uh, the guy from Oakland, Sergio Romo, ex twin. Yes, love it. <laughs> He's a reliever. Uh, I don't know how his inning went, but he was walking off the mound and got stopped. And the umpires were checking him. I don't know if he got checked multiple times, but took his hat off, took his glove off, took his belt off, and started po- pulling his pants down to say, hey, man, I'm not using anything. Took his pants down to his knees. His jersey, I mean, baseball jerseys were long, so you can't see anything. But it was all filmed, and he was inspected. <laughs> Don't think they found anything, but he, you know, was in the process of removing his clothes. Yeah, see, this is like the route that I would take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, the pitchers are not happy with being inspected. And the other big one. Play the sound, Chip. It's time for Dan's favorite athlete on earth today. Here's my athlete of the day. You can describe what you saw. I I gave you a good video breakdown of it yesterday. Mm -hmm. Max Scherzer, Washington Nationals. (laughs) Yes, he's a starting pitcher. They were playing against Philadelphia. Within the first four innings, he was inspected three different times. <laughs> uh, both time, the first two times, it was after he had done like got three outs, so he's on his way to the dugout. They stopped him, checked him, and he was just like, "Oh my gosh, you're stopping me!" They looked at his glove, looked at his hands, looked at his hat, and then in the fourth inning, he uh, kept grabbing the brim of his hat, kind of removed it a couple times. I mean, pitchers do that. Well, he rubbed his hands through his hair, too. That and they're too. like, oh, he never does that. He never yeah. does that. And Joe Girardi, the uh, manager for Philadelphia, is 
You're a douche. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Calling him out and uh, basically stopped the game to make the umpires go out there again to look at him. And Scherzer's just like, are you kidding me? He took his hat off just like Sergio Rowan did. Started taking his belt off. <laughs> took his glove off. Uh, I'm pretty sure one of the umpires <laughs> ran their hands through his hair. Yeah. <laughs> just to make sure there wasn't any stickies in there. Here, let me grab your sweaty hair. Let me, and then let he's me just like, hair. he's like, it's just sweat, bro. It's just sweat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Close your pores. You're not allowed to sweat anymore. Yep. Dan called it a week ago. Look at this. Houdini. Houdani. Yep. Houdani. <laughs> Houdani. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, so uh, if you're a pitcher in the Major League Baseball, you can't sweat anymore. You can't touch any part of your body. You just got to grab the ball and throw it. Um, but after he was inspected the third time, they still never found anything. And uh, I believe he got one or two strikeouts to end the inning. His, also, his stats, apparently, his spin rates and velocity were both down. Yeah, it's probably why to average. checking them out more. I'm well, guessing... I think what happens is when you get checked the first time, people think, well, now that he got checked, he probably thinks he's fair game. You yeah. know, like he's not going to get checked again. Might as well throw some of that sticky stuff in there. He's like, no, I'm just going to come out and beat your team. Yep. Yep. I believe they were up 3-1 when he was getting checked too. Yes. So... Yep. Did they win that game? That's the most important question. Uh, I believe so. I believe they did. I believe they did. Yeah. I'll, I'll check. But uh, in the process, so after he got out of the fourth inning with a strikeout, he stared down the uh, bench of the Philadelphia Phillies, mostly the manager, Joe Girardi. And then Joe Girardi got into it with a bench coach for <laughs> Washington. He got out of the dugout, went to the field, and got ejected. All because he was the convinced. bench coach that was with. Um, the Nationals was a former assistant to Joe Girardi in New York. Yes, when they were both with the Yankees. So all of this because Joe Girardi thought Max Scherzer was using the stickies. Yeah, the and how old is Joe Girardi? He comes out of the dugout. He's like, "You want to go, dude? You want to go? You want to go?" I'm like, what the hell are you going to do to that guy? He's going to yeah. beat the crap out of you. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty dumb. Uh, Nationals, by the way, won three to two. Bingo. But, uh, you know, talking about MLB, uh, they want to increase the pace of play. I mean, stopping the game three times in four innings to check is not how you do it. <laughs> yeah. And I just got to say, like, okay, it's one thing if MLB wants to crack down, but don't be the guy that's like calling out the guys on the other team nonstop. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> Your guys are probably using it too, uh-huh. you know? So don't be the one calling out the other guys. Like the MLB is going to police it now. Everybody's going to be treated the same way. Don't be the guy that's like crying wolf nonstop. Yes. Cause that's kind of the way that it seems to be going, at least for uh, Joe Girardi. Can I say it again? Sure. You're a douche. <laughs> I don't know if that's a radio friendly word. We'll see. <laughs> you better look it up because I got a bunch more words that are going to be used today. I got a, sh- I got a, I got a list of people that we're going to get through that annoy the crap out of me. I think the main thing is you cannot say one of the words in Blink 22s Two's. Uh, what's that song? Okay, I got it. I got gotcha. you. You know the song? What's the song? 
I got you. I won't say it. What's the name of the song though? Um, Mother's oh, Day. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Uh, they just I don't know. There's like a seven deadly words thing. But oh, that's family. No, no, no. Whatever. Uh, we digress. Yeah. Anyway, well, I got I got a bunch of people that make me mad, and we're going to talk about that segment too, as long as well as a lot of basketball stuff. Tune in, fish and chip pot, and track. Welcome back to the Fish and Chip Podcast, and Danny Boy's got to have a shout out today because Chip isn't going to get to do this. I'm going to shout out one of my favorite subscriptions on YouTube, Christina Shiano. She oh. is filling in for the 8G band this week. If you didn't get a chance to see her, make sure you check it back out and check her channel. She was on the late night show with Seth Myers, and uh, she's got 1.4 million subscribers on YouTube. Check her out. She's a very good drummer. I guess I should say that. Yes. <laughs> and she makes drum covering videos. So shout out. She right also there. live streams her drumming sometimes on Twitch. Yeah, buddy. So I was like one of the original people I feel like to watch her because I think she only had, you know, like maybe a hundred thousand subscribers when I hopped on board like mm -hmm. eight years ago. And I was like, dude, we should have her in our band. <laughs> Back when we were a band. And then and then we never did. Now nope. she's famous. Yep. Look at that. On the late show. Could have been us on the, the late show. Fish and Chapad next week. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll see. We'll get there. Following up on other late show stuff, Conan's last week. Nah. Did you see what happened the other night? Uh, I heard about it. With Seth Rogen? Yeah. Smoked <laughs> it. Took it off a joint. <laughs> All three yeah. of them did. Andy Richter, too. Really? <laughs> He's basically so explaining why he, like, doesn't he's like i don't know what to do with my free time i just like to do things you know and i don't know what to do when i'm not working and seth's like well i know what to do he's <laughs> <laughs> like course. but i he's like i i like my lucidity basically he likes to be you know just chill recognize who he is yeah. and seth's like tell him about smoking weed and <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> and then conan's like so if you're going to suggest like what type of weed should I have? And he just like pulls a joint out of his pocket, <laughs> like his breast pocket on his shirt. You know, of course he had just, just pulls it out and hands it to him. He goes, take one hit of that. You're going to be feeling really good. And he's like, all right, <laughs> what are they going to do to me? Fire me. <laughs> We're kids so in your final show. So all three of them took a hit mid interview. <laughs> wow. Love it. Wow. 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 Good. For all you. right. Yes. Should we get to the basketball worlds? No, I have. Why? Usain Bolt. Oh. I forgot to mention it before. He has, uh, he just, or his wife, partner, I don't know if they're married, just gave birth to twins. And they have some nice names. So his first child was born a little over a year ago. Girl named Olympia Lightning Bolt. Her name is Olympia Lightning Bolt. I love it. <laughs> and then uh, the twins, <laughs> one of them's name is Thunder. So it's Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt. And the other one is St. Leo, which is his middle name, St. Leo Bolt. Love it. Sweet names. Sick Thunderbolt names. and Olympia Lightning Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> love it. That's all I got for that. Oh, okay. Because it's 5 oh. 4. You know, Montreal's leading Vegas 3-2, and uh, Tampa Bay Lightning leads New York Islanders 3-2. Sweet. Sick. Sick. 
All right, to the basketball world. Atlanta takes on Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference Finals. Don't care about that. Uh, Atlanta was able to win game one on the road. <sighs> and in the Western Conference, uh, the Suns have taken a 2 nothing lead on the Clippers, as I anticipated. If you're listening back, without Chris Paul, they were able to get 2 nothing lead. When they go to L.A., I think things will be different unless Chris Paul might make his return. Uh, I don't believe he's ruled out for game three yet, so we'll see. Um, in game two, though, it was pretty uh, pretty interesting. Devin Booker, I don't know if he broke his nose, but it sure looked banged up, bloody and everything. What happened? Uh, him and Patrick Beverly, well, this is my <laughs> list, Chip. Uh, Patrick Beverly was, you know, aggressively guarding him, and – they, he gave him a ball fake, and Pat, like, jumped, lunged towards him, I guess. And basically, the crown of both of their noses hit each other. Uh-huh. Really good. He was bleeding on the outside of his nose, inside of his nose, everything. <laughs> so, anyway, he came back, still lighting him up. But late in the game, Suns are down one, have the ball. Patrick Beverly, like, kind of deflects the ball out of uh, Booker's hands as he's dribbling it. And Patrick Beverly in classic fashion is going, review it, review it. It was off him. And it's like, clearly, he hit it out of bounds. Like, nothing that Devin Booker was doing was trying to make the ball go out of bounds. They, they, go to, they say it's the Suns ball. So then they go to review, and it's the same sort of thing that happened like on a Christmas game a couple of years ago between him and LeBron, where like he blocked him. And obviously, all the momentum of Patrick Beverly hitting the ball out of bounds made it go behind LeBron James, and it went out of bounds. But they technically ruled that his hand came off before LeBron technically it came off LeBron's hand. So the same sort of deal. They give it to the uh, Clippers, which is just so stupid on replay. There were so many reviews down the list like or down the stretch. And I'm like, that's another thing on my ass list. Anyway, so <laughs> Clippers get the ball. Paul George gets fouled, goes line up one, misses both free throws. The Suns get the ball. They come down. Um, I believe the ball goes out of bounds. 0.8 seconds left on the clock. Uh, it is Suns basketball underneath their hoop. And Devin Booker sets an amazing screen for a lob pass to DeAndre Ayton, who slams it home as the game expires, basically. And the Clippers are all going nuts. Like, the ball was inside the cylinder. It's an offensive goaltend. But they are like, uh, you don't know the rules, sir. You can, you can throw the ball up towards the hoop, and it can be inside the cylinder off an inbounds pass. And you can put it down. You j- it's not a shot attempt. You know, like you're not goaltending a shot attempt. You're catching a pass. It can be inside the cylinder. Anyway. So <laughs> anyway, DeAndre Ayton, game-winning dunk. Sun's up 2 nothing, baby. Woo-hoo. I was just really upset with all the reviews and stupid, like, overturns and stuff like that. I'm like, I didn't get the Devin Booker play that I described because, like, you made it a Suns call, and it was really, really bang-bang as to who it might have touched last, and they were like, well, it was off Booker. It's like, no, there's not definitive evidence, in my opinion. But what do I know, right, Chip? That's what we all d- dispute. That's why we watch the game, right? I don't know what you know. I don't know what I know either. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Get off the NBA talk- topic. I have more NBA, though. Well, we'll come back. To that. We'll circle around. Wow. I need a break. I need Fine, a break. <laughs> then. Team USA has announced their official rosters for the Olympics. Chip, did you see this? Uh, you sent it to me, and I didn't really look. Oh, I sent you a joke, actually. I didn't send you a real thing. 
It wasn't like that wasn't the real roster. Oh, maybe it was, but it was <laughs> it was more making fun of somebody. Yeah, anyway, the, the oh, roster oh. was above that. The thing he said. Okay. Yes. Anyway, uh, on the women's side, Ariel Atkins, Sue Bird making her fourth Olympic appearance. Tina Charles, Nafisa Collier, Skylar Diggins Smith. That's your that's your girl, right? Girl. Sylvia Fowles, second uh, Minnesota Lynx, as well as Collier to make the lineup. Uh, Chelsea Gray, Brittany Griner, Jewel Lloyd, Brianna Stewart, Diana Tarazi, Asia Wilson. Last year's WNBA MVP, by the way, Asia Wilson. Isn't that also Tarazi's fourth Olympics as well? And that's what I was going to get to, yes. Her, okay. her fourth Olympics as well. Amazing. Yes, amazing. Speaking of people that could have been playing on the fourth Olympic team, Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James, uh, maybe Chris Paul, not making the USA team because they opted not to. I don't know. Maybe Carmelo tried to. I'm not sure if he tried or not. Anyway, here's your men's side of things. Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum, Bradley Beal, Zach Levine, Bam Adebayo, Chris Middleton, Draymond Green, Drew Holiday, Jeremy Grant, and Kevin Love. And the tweet that I sent you was about, <laughs> it was like a picture of a bunch of military guys holding guns, looking around a corner, and then just a clown holding a gun in the middle of them. It's like the USA team roster and Kevin Durant, or not Kevin, Kevin Love. Well, I mean, I think there's a definite fall off after like guys seven or eight, like <laughs> Katie, Booker, Dame, Tatum, Beal, good five. Levine, out of bio, that gets you to seven. Chris Middleton, hit or miss is eight. I really like Drew Holiday, but I don't know how great he'll be. That's your number nine guy. But then Draymond Green, what's he really going to do? I don't know. I think he's overrated. Kevin Love, back end of his career. And then Jeremy Grant, probably not going to play much. I don't he's, know probably who the, is. he's probably the 15 guy. <laughs> so he's probably that. the guy that was like Christian Leitner when he was in college still and made the Olympic team mm. and like didn't play at all. <laughs> That'll be Jeremy Grant. Okay. He was with the Nuggies two years ago in the bubble. And then uh, this year he was with the Detroit Pistons, I believe. Yep. Still don't know who he is. Okay. Well, <laughs> we mentioned on Tuesday night that there was a draft lottery chip. You got the update on who got <laughs> what there. Lottery. Yes. The balls were uh, rolled and picked. The uh, best odds going in were Ro- Houston Rockets, Detroit Pistons, and Orlando Magic all had a 14% chance to get the number one pick. And it went to Detroit. However, bad luck for Orlando. They dropped out of the top four and got the fifth. Rip. Yep. Big bummer. That was, I guess, their next four. They were the fifth and sixth spot were technically the next highest. I don't really know how those odds work because they were one of the three worst teams you'd think. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. It's all divided evenly. Anyway. The other bad news for some teams, a.k.a. the Timberwolves, is they did not get a top three pick, meaning their pick goes to Golden State Warriors as part of a trade a year ago. Given uh, Which means the Warriors will have two lottery picks. Yes, they have the 7th and the 14th. That trade was for uh, Andrew Wiggins, for D'Angelo Russell, and this pick. Then the other bad luck was Chicago Bulls. I don't know, remember what trade that was. 
Do you remember with Orlando? Um, yeah, the Vucevic trade this season. Oh, was it like the top five protected or something? I top believe three? top three or four. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, they got the eighth pick, which I mean that was kind of in their range anyway. Uh, so their pick goes to Orlando. So Orlando gets an additional pick, but they did drop down to five. So they have the five and the eight. Toronto, though, they moved up bigly, as someone would say. They were predicted to be like eighth or ninth, I think, and they got up to four. Um, does Golden State have three first-round picks, or was that uh, Orlando that did? Somebody stockpiling. The picks, Thunder. I know Oklahoma City. They uh-huh. got two lottery picks and three in the first round. Yeah, That's the team that I was thinking of. Wait. Do they? The Thunder have three in the lottery? Three first-rounders, two or in the lottery. Two. I only see one in the lottery. Okay, well, it, they definitely got three in the first Yeah, round. I know. They have, like, something crazy, like 28 first-round picks until 2027 or something, <laughs> which averages, like, maybe it's not three a year, two and a half a year or something. <laughs> I mean, who knows? They maybe they'll make some moves. Flip Kemba for more first-round picks. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? When is that draft? Got a lot of trade assets. Uh, after the season's over? After the finals? Yeah, probably about a month. Yeah. We'll be watching because my Wolves don't have any picks. And then we can watch the Summer League. And then the Olympics. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know if Summer League will even go on. Who knows? We'll see. Know. Find out. All right. I feel like we've talked enough. Do you feel like we've talked enough? Yes. Okay, let's get to game time. I got an Olympic-themed game. I'll let you know on that next. Fish and Chipot. Welcome back to the Fish and Chipot. We're going to play some games. This is Chip Daly. Dan Fish has the game. It's Olympic something. Yeah, there's lots of games in the Olympics because, you know, it's called the Olympic Games. Yeah. I'm going to ask you some questions. Uh, not necessarily about the games individually, but the Olympics as a whole. Didn't we do so, an Olympic game game time once? Yeah, I think Was around this time game? last year when we were supposed to have. The oh, yeah, that's right. When the Olympics were supposed to happen. And then all of a sudden they got canceled. Yes. So that's right. Um, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, but I still think that uh, we should have a day where we do all the Summer Olympic Games in one day. Try to do them all. Play them oh, all. Boy. In this heat. Not necessarily this heat. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I don't know how many questions I got. I'll figure it out at the end. A thousand. Here we go. Question number one. An Olympic gold medal is made mostly of what medal? Get it? M-E-D-A-I? A-L versus M-E-T-A-L. What medal do they use for the gold medals? Gold, copper, nickel, or silver? Silver, I think. That's a ding, ding, ding right there. The last time the medal was actually made of solid gold, it was 1912. Wow. Today's gold medals are 92.5% silver. Good job. You want to keep track of how many you get right in the room? Sure. I I threw my paper on the other side. Oh, no! All right. What is the Olympic motto? Dare to be great. 
a man's reach exceeds his grasp. Refuse to lose or faster, higher, stronger. Is this for all the Olympics or just for the U.S.? It says, what is the Olympic motto? What was the first one? Dare to be great. Man's reach exceeds his grasp. Refuse to lose. Faster, higher, stronger. I bet it's either the first one or the last one, but I'm going to start with the first one. That would be a... Okay, the last one. That's a ding ding. Do I get credit or no? Uh, no, because you got it wrong. Okay. <laughs> the Olympic motto is Sitius, Altius, Fortius, from Latin, which means faster, higher, stronger. Did you know that? Nope. I bet you didn't. I did not. What country boycotted the 1980 Summer Olympics? Cuba, Russia, France, or the U.S. of A.? Probably Russia. That is incorrect, sir. France? That is incorrect, sir. Was it the U.S.? It was the U.S. Really? I don't remember that. They boycotted the 1980 Summer Olympics in protest that the Soviets had invaded Afghanistan. Mm. All right. What black Olympian has been credited with single-handedly crushing Hitler's myth of Aryan supremacy. Muhammad Ali, George Coleman, jo- Jesse Owens, or Usain Bolt? Jesse Owens. That'd be a big ding ding right there. Dinger dinger. Oh boy. That was pretty easy. Yes. Which of these animals were used in the 1900 Olympics? Cheetahs. Just kidding. Camels, elephants, bears, or pigeons? Uh, camels, bears, elephants, or pigeons? Yes. <laughs> um, I could see it going a variety of ways. I'm gonna spell <laughs> pigeons just, just to say that. It's a big old ding ding right there. Okay. And actually, for good reason, because instead of using the clay targets uh, for shooting games, you know, the clay pigeons as they call them, they shot they real actually, pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> Real pigeons and oh, this is 1900 though, Jim. Okay. <laughs> so they let the pigeons go and shoot them. <laughs> wow. How do they know this they would intense. go the way that they wanted them to? Well, that's what the that's what proves that you're a superior shooter. Okay, <laughs> is, that, is that you can actually shoot it wherever it goes. All right, Hans Gunnar Liljewell was the first Olympic athlete to be disqualified for drug use. Which banned substance did he consume? Cocaine, alcohol, steroids, or marijuana? You know, is there a year with this or no? Um, I don't have a year. No, sorry. Um, I'll say marijuana. Incorrect. Alcohol. That's a ding ding. Right. He apparently had two beers to calm his nerves before a pistol shooting event. <laughs> wow. And his whole Swedish team got, got disqualified. Whoops. <laughs> Not supposed to drink and shoot, Chip. Okay. Now I know. How old was the oldest Olympian Olympic medal winner? 64, 56, 48, or 72? 
64? Incorrect. 72. That would be a big ding ding there. I'm not recording these when I get the second guess. Is that correct? That's fine. Yep. Swedish shooter Oscar Schwan won a silver medal in the double shot running deer contest. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so again, shooting real animals, apparently. All right. The longest wrestling match in Olympic history lasted how many hours, Chip? Three, seven, 11, or 15? Wrestling? Wrestling match in the Olympics lasted how many hours? Longest one. Three, seven, 11, or 15? 11 or 15 seem way too long. Uh, three seems long, even for wrestling. <laughs> like, my. <laughs> no. Like. You're in the circle, like the wrestling. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm gonna just—I don't really want to start with three, but I'm going to. Three. I had the same thought process when I went through this quiz. You are incorrect. Seven. Incorrect. What? Eleven. <laughs> Eleven hours. How does it last so that long? Martin Klein and Alfred Asikinen grappled for 11 hours 40 minutes before Klein finally managed to pin his opponent and he was so exhausted from the match he couldn't even compete in the gold medal match wow <laughs> so they only did like it was pins only I don't know it must have been it was 1912 so probably <laughs> wow which athletes enter last in the parade of nations at the opening ceremony Greece Zimbabwe Disabled athletes or the host nation? Hmm. Greece seems very random. Maybe because they started it, I guess. Um. Boy, I'm really feeling Zimbabwe here. Yeah, I was thinking for <laughs> alpha. Was that a hint? That's what I feel for alphabetical. But. Well, that's probably why they have it here. I'm like, that's a random ass country. Uh, oh, yeah, I suppose it starts with Z, so. Yeah. I'm going to go with the host country. That would be a big ding ding there. Woo! Ever since the origins in ancient Greece, the last team is the host country. All right, this is number 10. Let's wrap it up on this one. Why did Bobby Pierce slow down during his rowing race at the 1928 Olympics in Amsterdam? Amsterdam. 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 Oh. <laughs> Astrodome. That was a shock. 1928 at the Astrodome. All right. He slowed down his uh, rowing pace in 1928. A, to save a child, drowning child. B, because he lost his oar. C, to wave to his girlfriend. Or D, to let a family of ducks pass. Uh, I'm going to go with the ducks. Family ducks. Final answer? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't have to jump out and save a child. He didn't lose his oar. He didn't wave at his girlfriend. He just waited for the ducks to pass. I oh, remember nice. the story. I did remember the story when the question came up. I got five out of ten. Attaboy! Fifty percent. That's what we shoot for, right? Yeah. That was from usefultrivia.com. I was very useful trivia. Thanks. I think I'm going to send you this link here so that if we want to, you know, if when the Olympics start, if we want to do more, do there's more. thirty more questions. Mm, so. Okay. We have built-in stuff to use. Content, as they say. Sweet. Good job, Chip. Thanks.
All right, this has been the Fish and Chip Podcast on Twitter at Fish and Chip Pod, Spotify, Incraft Podcast, Google Machine, Amazon, most places you get podcasts. All right, on behalf of Chip Daly over there, Dan Fish, right here. Thanks for listening. Stay sweet, universe. <laughs>